This is the Multipod, and it is currently April 2022. In this episode, we're going to take you on a bit of a time travel back 10 years <laughs> to the spring of, of 2012. And when Emily Wapnick was thinking, maybe it's time that I start this community idea I've had in my head <laughs> of uh, something to build off of my blog. So we're not just time traveling. We're kind of jumping back and forth and reflecting on the past 10 years of the Puttyverse with uh, myself, Ted. It's one of your co-hosts. Vanessa's with me today. How are you doing, Vanessa? Good. I am really excited to hear about the evolution of the Puttyverse. Um, mm -hmm. we were just talking before we started recording about how you and I, Ted, have been around for quite a few years now, but definitely not since the very beginning, at least not me. So I'm yeah. definitely, yeah, this is going to be a great conversation, I think. Great. Yeah. Because we are also joined by the two people who have been here from the very beginning. Yes. <laughs> Emily Wapnick is here and Joel Zislavsky. How are you guys doing? Emily, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm excited to be here. Joel, great to see you, Ben. I am groovy as usual, especially when we're talking <laughs> yes. about Puttyverse things. Well, as I said, our podcast here is over four years, so almost half the time, I suppose, of the Puttyverse. And we thought, you know, along with a number of other events and activities and celebrations for the 10-year anniversary, we certainly had to do a podcast episode to chat about it. Of course. And uh, who better to do so than with Emily and Joel? We're going to get lots of feedback from them, but we're all going to have our, our inputs and perspectives, I think, on how things have evolved, you know, over the last uh, over the last decade. So if we go back then to 2012, actually, Emily, can you give us a bit of a timeline before that, when Putty Like itself started and when you started really thinking about building a community out of it? Yeah. So Putty Like started in September of 2010. At first, it was mostly a blog. Um, I was the only writer at the time. So it was kind of like my reflections on being someone with many passions. I didn't even have the word multi-potentialite yet. I was just kind of publishing two articles a week and growing the community. Well, you know, the blog community. I think in my second year of running it, there was someone who ended up being one of our first putty peep, a guy named Tim Thau. And he was like, you should start a forum. You should, you know, <laughs> like help multi-potentialites connect with each other. And I was like, you know, I've been thinking about this idea for a while of like, how can I not just be the one person giving the advice? Like we are a community full of smart, resourceful, creative people who have been through a lot of the similar things. How can I help people help each other? <laughs> Because it's a lot to just be like the one. And I, I also don't really see myself as like the all-knowing expert, you know? So like I'm learning just like everyone else. Um, so I really wanted to find a way to help connect multipods with each other. And then Tim sort of pushed me to start a forum. And I was like, all right, if I'm going to start some kind of community, I don't want it to be like a ghost town. I want people to enter and for there to be activity. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how I came up with this idea, but I was like, I'm going to do this thing called a huddle. I'm going to do this thing called a huddle. It'll be like a free call with like 10 of us and we can like brainstorm our projects. And I just posted about it on the blog. And I was like, if you want to be involved, I forget. I think I just had people like comment and then I picked 10, nine or 10, and then we did it. 
So it was free, but the catch was they, well, they got like a free membership to the eventual community, but also they had to start two discussions, one introducing themselves and one about something that they're working on. So that got the forum populated pretty quickly and it got some activity going with that first huddle. And I think I did that twice, kind of get things going before I launched the community officially. Um, and Joel was, I think you were in that second huddle that I did. Is that right? Or maybe <laughs> my brain, maybe my, I, were, <laughs> my brain does not go back that far in some ways. Really? I don't remember. I don't think I was. Mm, I think you were. <laughs> <laughs> can we check anyway. like the internet archive for way back? <laughs> the way back if only you can look at your Google Hangout history yeah, somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> Anyway, that's basically how it started. I, initially, I was thinking like it would mostly just be a forum, mm. but then the huddles were so popular and so helpful for people that I was like, okay, this needs to be a big part of the community too. There's got to be like a live event component to it. Mm. And I need to provide a space for people to brainstorm their projects and talk about like their career ideas and whatever life multipod things were coming up for them. So that was the beginning. Well, it started with a huddle and the huddles are still going strong. There's so many of them yeah. these days. So very cool. So it, initially it was like a forum. And then was there a moment when, well, I guess we know there was a moment when it launched as a formal community with a little more substantial structure to it? Yeah. So I officially launched, so I did these like free, like populating the site type huddles at the beginning of 2012. And then on April 17th, I officially launched it. And we had huddles, I think there were huddles scheduled. And we were using Ning at the time, which is a platform. I don't know if it's still around, but I've never even heard of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was big at the time. But huh. it's hard to remember what I launched with. But I, I know it a bunch of people joined right away. So I guess there was there was something cool going on in there. Yeah. <laughs> was it a paid membership right from day one? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I sort of started at a lower payment structure and we've bumped it up a little bit as the community has grown and what we're doing has expanded. But sure. yeah. Did you always have the setup of opening the doors, you know, like once a month um, and kind of building up the hype right from the beginning? Yeah, we did that right from the beginning. I'm not sure if this was my reason at the time, but our reason now <laughs> is that we don't want we don't want people to be overwhelmed by new folks mm. joining all the time. So we thought it made sense to just have like once a month, we can just all welcome everybody. There could be like a cohort coming in together. So that was the main reason. And also just to kind of keep track of who's in the community and what's going on. Yeah. As somebody who gets overwhelmed easily, I kind of like that. <laughs> I like that uh, once in a while I go into the forum and suddenly there's a bunch of posts that are like, hi, I'm new. And then I'm like, okay, I can say hi to the new people. And it's not like constantly people saying hi and me having to like, ah, <laughs> you know, yeah. catch up on it. So that's great. Yeah, and it's like a cycle. It's like, okay, if I see that there's new people showing up and saying hello, that means we must be at the beginning of the month now because I totally yeah. lose track of time. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep, totally. I'm curious then where Joel came into it and when. Yeah. Well, so Emily, we became friends in the summer of 2013. We met for the first time in person at an event in Portland, Oregon called World Domination Summit. Amazing event. Mm. Uh and it was shortly after that where you tapped me on the shoulder and you said, hey, Joel, how'd you like to be the billing and membership support guy for the Puttyverse? 
And I said, if there's a spreadsheet involved, you know I'm in because I love, love spreadsheets. <laughs> really, it was it was that simple. I was like, this putty, at the time, it was called Putty Tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, this Putty Tribe thing is really cool. I'm loving the multi-potentialite identity and blossoming into that. And Emily's welcoming me further in, like to the inner sanctum. That's awesome. That was the kind of thing that I was really excited about at that point in time. So I did, I still, to this day, I still do billing and membership support stuff because I'm a multi-potentialite and I like to do a variety of things. It was three years later, April, 2016, Emily, you approached me and you said, all right, I'm going to get married real soon. And I'm starting to think about this book. It became known (laughs) as how to be everything. There's just too much going on. And you really saw yourself needing some serious help. And that's where I said, yeah, I'd love to help out with more than just spreadsheets and the billing and membership support side of things. I'd love to get my hands in the operations, like the day-to-day stuff and creating procedures and building out our team so that we would strategize together and have fun together. Hmm. So that's when my current role as the Puttyverse Connections and Operations guy um, came into being. It was almost six years ago. Wow. Up until that moment then, Emily, were you doing still a lot of the stuff yourself? Did you have any other kind of staff? I had a little bit of help. There were a few enthusiastic putty peep. There were some volunteer putty peep, and then there were a few people officially on the team, but nothing nearly as comprehensive as <laughs> as what Joel does. And yeah, I just felt like I have a lot going on and I need someone who's like, one of their main things is um, keeping an eye on the community and making sure everything's running smoothly and, and helping us become the best community we can be and flourish and grow. And mm. it was a scary thing for me to do. I mean, I'd been running this business for a few years and mostly doing almost everything myself, but Joel's awesome and I trusted him and I made the right choice, clearly. Aw, yeah. Well, I think... It also speaks to the collaborative nature of the community. It is actually like so helpful to have somebody who pops up all the time and really helps facilitate and is like, if you have questions about how to do a thing, let me know. I'm here for you. But then there's also the space for those of us in the community to take the reins sometimes and just be like, I want to do a thing. Let's do a thing. And also have the person that can help you do the thing. So it's just interesting how you were like doing it all yourself, doing it all yourself or like most of it yourself. And then it was like, no, I need to collaborate with others. And and that's kind of like created the foundation for this collaborative community, I think. Yeah. One of the really cool things, Emily basically said, define your role. Pick your title, define your role. Hmm. And I think we do that for Putty Peep as well. When new members join, we say define your role within the community. Are you Mm -hmm. someone who really enjoys um, welcoming new people or interacting in the forum? Is that more your style? Are you really passionate about something? Do you want to start a group? You could start a group here. Oh, you like having verbal conversations and maybe you want to host one on literally anything. Or you're more of like the, let's just have fun together. Let's do an improv event or a game night or an open mic. So from the start, And I remember because, and I was there since the start as well. It's been this define your role, choose your own adventure. We're here to support you. Mm. And also sometimes just simply get out of your way because we trust you and you go do your thing as your bad multi-potentialite self and we'll cheer you on and we'll encourage you, whatever that might look like. And as a person who's in the community, I do really feel that. And But you also, since you've been doing it for quite a while now, you also do have some systems that have kind of 
come into play, which is great because I, for example, was helping uh, or basically organizing the Putty Comps number six. So for those who are listening, Putty Comps is literally Putty Peep and compilations and you pick a medium and you compile stuff that you're working on into sort of like a quote-unquote album, I guess I would say. I don't know. So for me, it was audio. And it was awesome because I was like, yeah, I'm going to step in. I'm going to do this. Uh, let's do audio. Let's kind of make it into a cool audio experience, make it into some bonus podcast episodes for the multipod. And then Joel was like, I have a whole framework of how this can work. And I was like, great, because I did not know where to start. And so he was like, I literally have instructions written out for how we've done this in the past. And it was amazing because it really helped me get a clear sense of how to do it. And I know that's come out of like probably years of just trying things and figuring it out. But as somebody who was doing Putty Comes number six, it was like, great, <laughs> I have a framework. So that is sort of like what I see in the forum is this like creativity, getting out of your way, letting you do whatever you want sort of thing within reason, um, but also having guides. And I think that's really awesome. Mm -hmm. I wonder how has that evolved actually because we're talking about like how the puttyverse has shown up over the years like how long has it taken for that to kind of happen or was it like that from the beginning I mean Joel is really into systems and procedures and documents <laughs> documenting everything so I feel like when you came on board because I wasn't doing any of that kind of thing before Joel was around <laughs> so or like officially on the team so um yeah I think when you came on board your current role you were like we need some documents we need like day-to-day -day <laughs> documents on everything that everyone on the team does I mean, you not just our team but putty peep too like almost all the cool things that we do yeah. started with a putty peep i remember our first putty thon in 2012 for those of you who are not putty peep who are listening to this if you're wondering like it's all putty putty comps putty thon like is everything putty in the puttyverse <laughs> pretty much yeah it's all putty yep. all the time <laughs> so putty thon is a 24 hour period of permission to do whatever the heck you want you've got half finished projects you've got mental to-do lists books you wanted to read you get to dust them off and you get to do it in real time with a lot of other putty peep who are just embracing their multi-potentiality over this 24-hour period of time. It wasn't Emily's idea or my idea. It was Aaron, uh, Aaron Currup. And I'll give you credit, Emily, the first putty comps, that was all you. You took it from start to end. But some of our signature events, like we have Jumpstart January and Jumpstart July. We had a putty peep in 2015 say, I want to start the year off right. I'm going to do this thing called Jumpstart January. And it's more from them. But having all these amazing ideas and then making sure that, one, we actually remember to do them because every once in a while you're like, oh, yeah, what do we do this time of year? What are the rituals of our community? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's July. Yes. We need to do Jumpstart July. <laughs> and then... I like the alliteration. It helps. <laughs> yeah. And then it's a 43-step process where there's promotion elements, there's operational elements, there's collaboration elements. And without, for me at least, without checklists and without these, you know, procedure manuals, I know I'm going to miss something. And it's too important, like it's, to me and especially to our community. There are so many things because we've been around for 10 years that people really look forward to. And I don't want to mess it up for them or for us. So that's where a lot of the systemization comes in too, is because the timing of things or the way that we do it or reminding people why we even bother in the first place. I think that's really important. And that's where we can constantly go back to these documents and say, here's what we do. Here's why we do it. And we can do them well every time. My ADHD brain appreciates that so much. 
because that's not necessarily how my brain works. And I get super overwhelmed when there's 43 steps to getting something done. I'm just like so grateful to you that you are that systems person and that you are you are the systems person, let's be honest. And I'm just really grateful to have you along for all of our rides <laughs> that we go on. And it's a big group. It's a complex community. Yeah. Do you guys know offhand uh, right now how many people are members, roughly? Yeah, we have about 650 active members. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. It doesn't feel that big, though. Like, it doesn't feel that... I, like, I think 650 people in one place, I, I'm like, whoa, that sounds like chaos. It's totally not, though. Was there ever a moment in the early days, back 10 years ago, when you doubted whether the community could really thrive and survive because you're starting a community from scratch. And I know you had followers and at least, you know, the few people who signed up. But I mean, really, is it going to last more than a couple of months? Is it going to, what's it going to be six months from now or a year? Do you remember back to those early days, just having any questions about whether this could really sustain and become something substantial like it is now? That's a great question. It's hard to remember, honestly. Um, <laughs> I feel like I was in such a different space and I think I was in a space where I was really enthusiastic and really just optimistic. I'm not sure if I had doubts, but also the response I was getting was so great, like right from the beginning. I think there was definitely a point, maybe a couple years in where like the platform that we were using, Ning, we were having all kinds of problems with them. And I definitely was like, something needs to happen. Like this isn't working and the site is going down and things are funky and like, hmm. what does the future hold? And um, Joel sort of pushed me to change our whole platform and systems. And that was great. Is that when you changed the forum in particular to the way it looks now? Yep. Hmm. That was before my time and Vanessa's time. So we've heard you talk about it. I actually think it was not too long before yeah. I joined, though, because I remember Joel coming in and being like, we're still working out some of the uh -huh. kinks. Yeah, I remember that too. <laughs> so, but I never yeah. actually tried or witnessed it myself. But I love the way that the forum is laid out. It's not like other forums that I've been part of. It does take a little bit of like getting used to in some ways, but mostly I just find it really intuitive and easy to use. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I love going back in time and thinking, you know, when you're so used to the way a certain thing is, how did it used to be? If you were to log into the putty at the time in 20, say, 14, what would it have looked like? And what would your experience have been like? I think it was like a, a lot less bright color-wise, which, you know, for better or worse. Um, it's hard to remember. I think it was like a little bit more boring. And the forum was obviously way less sophisticated. Joel, do you have more of a recollection? Yeah, Ning was a bit of a throwback platform where what we experienced in 2014 was what most people were experiencing in 2005. Uh, <laughs> I'm imagining like, I don't know if anybody was ever on Live Journal, but like the Live Journal like groups that they had. <laughs> there was a left hand widget and a right hand widget and it, it was very busy. There was a lot of stuff going on, mm -hmm. at least for me and my brain. There was much less emphasis on events at that point yeah. in time uh, and much more emphasis on the forum. Mm -hmm. We had some groups, but they weren't really active in, for the most part in any meaningful ways. So if you would have gone in 2014, I think I before we moved over to our own platform, I think I took a couple of screenshots. <laughs> I might still have some somewhere of what it looked like before. Oh my gosh, please oh, share. Wow. In the bad old days. <laughs> <laughs> the bad old days. Yeah, it was... For me, I, I'm very much a verbal person. I like my interactions to be verbal if I can, which is one of the reasons why I absolutely love this conversation that we're having and the fact that the multipod mm. exists. 
the fact that Ted, you know, you and Sandra and some other putty peep a while ago came and said, let's do our own podcast. Yeah. And I thought that's amazing because a lot of what we had done up until that point was text-based and we've moved over the years from a very text-based interaction to now we have all these events. Uh, we play games together and we have this amazing podcast. So I, I think if you were to go back in time, it was just, there was less energy. It was less mm -hmm. dynamic than what we have now because there's so many ways to contribute and there's so many ways for Putty Peep to raise their hand now and say, I want to do a thing. And we say, great, what's your thing? How can we help make mm -hmm. it happen? Yeah, I find that so interesting because it really evolved as technology evolved too, as like internet technology evolved too. And then suddenly we're in this pandemic where everybody's on Zoom and it's like, well, you know, this we've been doing this for a while. So it's like a pretty easy, maybe transition, but easy to adapt to sort of like the current thing that's going on in the world. Uh, yeah, I just think that's really interesting. It's uh, yes, there's an evolution in terms of like members and what people are doing and the kinds of things people are doing, but then the technology evolves too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's also like when when none of our members are creating events or very few are, then other people are are shy to step up. But over the years, there's just been more and more member initiated events that we try and encourage and support. And now, I mean, we got like a crazy packed schedule every week, like I don't know, seven to ten events. And so I think I hope that putty people are more feel more comfortable starting their own thing because there's so many people starting their thing, you know? And I'm so I'm so happy we're able to foster that in this community of multi-potentialites because that's like what we're all about is starting things and trying things and leading things. And so, yeah, I really love that aspect of our community that it's like so, there's so much member contributions and it's just certainly not just me, certainly not just our team. It's like all of us. Ted, Vanessa, can one of you two take us back to the start? of your journey in the Puttyverse and in terms of what you remember from first showing up and how your experience has evolved over the years? Sure. Yeah, I'll have to think about it. But Ted, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I joined in May of 2017. So coming up on five years. I had been thinking about it for a little while, maybe four or five months. I am one of the very, very few people who did not join the community because of the TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> I was, um, Emily, you remember the uh, Internet Business Mastery, yeah. Oh, those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And this, the early days I was learning about like how to make money online and business and all this stuff. And I came across their website. And this is this is such a random thing. I'd never heard of you or the TED Talk or Putty Like or anything like that or Multipotentialite, of course. But I was on their website looking at the list of like their success stories. And they had a list of all these people. And here is one, uh, Emily Wapnick and Putty Like. Like Putty, that's kind of a funny name. I wonder what that's about. So all I did was click on the link. I went to your blog. I started reading. I had no idea what I was getting into. <laughs> and then, oh, multi-potentialite. Well, this is interesting. This uh, this kind of sounds like me. And then, of course, you know, from there, the rest is history. And you sign up to the mailing list. And then, yeah, before long, it's like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna dive in and see what the community is like. And you know, it's such a part of my life. I think a lot of us, of course, who've stuck around for years and who who get involved, but it's not like you have to be full-time. I mean, I come and go and people are busy and you can feel really, really comfortable to do that. You know, you might be super busy for even a few months, but you can always come back in and just kind of pick up where you left off. Um, and, you know, so I pop in and out. But yeah, it's a question really for all of us. Like what would 
what would it, our lives even be like without the Puttyverse, you know? Like, it's such an important community to me now just to know that it's there. And I've been in a couple other communities, and they all have different focus. What I really like about the Puttyverse is that there's so many different kind of topics and conversations. We're not just focused on, say, entrepreneurship or, I don't know, um, other kind of topics or struggles or things that people are interested in. Like, it's, it's a bit of everything. And, and really, it's just a, it's a community of people to do stuff together to get to know each other and to hang out and chat. And yeah, you, then you go off and you do some projects and stuff together. But it's a, just that nice kind of all-encompassing environment that I really enjoy that really makes it stand out. I don't know if there's many other communities really online that are like that because they always generally exist for some kind of purpose. Maybe mm-hmm. it's for like photography or for travel or whatever. This is for everything, mm-hmm. obviously. That's the whole nature of it. So yeah, it's, a, it's just kind of a constant part of my life now. Yeah, that's actually the same for me. Uh, so many things that you said really like sparked things in me. So hopefully I'll remember them. But I, I'll just start by saying that I joined on the 6th of February 2018. I was like trying to figure out how do I see when I joined? Yes, that's when I joined apparently. So um, and Ted, you said you joined 2017? Yep. Okay, so you'd been around for a little while before for sure. I, yeah, you said so many things that are like, that resonated with me. Like, I am in a lot of, you know, I'm in like quite a few Facebook groups and they're always, yeah, geared towards one specific thing, which is great, but Mm. it's interesting and different to be in a place where there's all these different interests and people just like pop in and are like, I'm into this thing right now. Let's talk about it. And then if people are interested also in that thing, they talk about it and that can change. You can pop in a month later and be like, "Eh, I'm on to this other thing now. And that's just not something that you see in many places, whether online or offline. And like I've talked on the podcast before, and I've actually made this a feature of a couple of our episodes, is that I went to a very alternative school for my high school years, where it was completely self-driven. And basically, we had no schedules, no grades. Like, it was completely what you wanted to make it to be. That's what the Puttyverse feels like to me, in a way, only in an online forum. And it's like, If you come in and you say, I'm interested in this thing and I want to figure out how to pursue this, there will be people who can either point you in the right direction or can say that they can directly help you with that. That's what my alternative school experience was. We had staff members who were experts in certain things, but then if there wasn't anybody who could teach that or help you with that, then they would find somebody from outside the community and help you with that. And um, that's... Yeah, the Puttyverse really feels like that. It's a constant sharing of resources and, oh, let me link you to this other website or, oh, I had that experience too. Um, I can definitely tell you what I went through or, you know, I don't really know much about that, but let's figure it out together. That collaboration, it's just not like that in a lot of other forums that I've been in. Yeah, And I'm assuming it's kind of been like that from the beginning. But yeah, that's kind of the overall sense that I get. And It's amazing. Like, I have no reason to leave this community anytime soon. (laughs) I'm just like, no, this has been, even if I'm coming and going and I'm like in for a few months really intensely and then I kind of drop off because of life, you know, I can always come back and always pick up where I left off and feel welcomed back again. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 And I think it's because like, I mean, we all have, we're multipods, like we all have all kinds of different interests, but because this community is set up in a way that it's like, this is a space for multi-potentialites. We all know that like, we're going to be doing a lot of things and we're going to be supporting each other and doing a lot of different things. And like, 
we get it when someone loses interest in something and moves on to something else. And there's no judgment there. There's like only encouragement Mm -hmm. and support. So it's kind of like that is the foundation. It's not based on a specific interest or a specific topic. It's based on this shared understanding that we are multipods and we're here to support each other. Yeah. I really feel that in the community. Yeah. 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 There's, there's my honest feedback to you. (laughs) But yeah, no, like I, I guess I've said what I wanted to say, but I just like, am really grateful that I found this place, you know? Yeah. We chatted on a recent episode, the multipod with uh, Jessica Tudos. Uh, We, we chatted a bit about the nature of contentment. It's kind of come up in a few episodes, I think, but I find I, I often gravitate back to that word is that, you know, you feel, especially as multi-potentialite, if you've built something, you've worked on something for a while, and at what point do you feel satisfied? You know, at what point can you Mm -hmm. say, well, I mean, maybe you can always improve or change, but can you feel like, yeah, I'm in the moment here and I enjoy it. I feel content about it. Do you feel, question for both of you really, do you feel content about where the community is at, especially after 10 years and how it's evolved? Yes, I do feel I feel very happy with where the community's at. I feel, I very much feel like we, we're in need of a redesign, which we're working on. So that is the only thing where I'm just, because my personal aesthetics, I'm like, oh, I just, I want the look of the site to match how awesome it is. So mm, that is something we're working on. So that's aesthetic or is it structural? Mm, I mean, it's, for me, it's mostly aesthetic, but also there are some structural things, some frustrations, I think. And certainly some things can be displayed in more user-friendly ways. And, you know, so there will be some of that. But other than the design thing, and that's just maybe mostly me, and we've gotten some feedback on the design. But anyway, yes, in terms of what the community is, I'm very content. I think it's amazing. It's beyond what I ever thought it could be. So I just want to like, this just made me think, this community is also like pretty well sustained. So yeah, you had to step away for a while because you were like, I'm starting a family and we just had a baby and the community didn't implode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like it 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 stayed standing and it was still thriving. So I think that's really a testament to how established this community is and has become. Yeah, I think of the word gratitude more than contentment. Mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. so, so grateful that 10 years now, not just that we're still standing, but we're thriving. You know, 10 years of a, online membership community is like a hundred years in real life community. (laughs) I feel like we should put that up (laughs) at the top of our landing page for the Puttyverse. We've been around for 10 years. That's like a hundred years in internet time, but it kind of is for not just the longevity, but to see it grow and to morph, especially based on the ideas and the creativity of Putty Peep and what they want to bring to the table. For me, my overarching theme as a multi-potentialite is bringing people together. And I didn't really understand what that meant until I took the role that I have with the Puttyverse and how that's grown in terms of my ability to bring people together in other spaces online and offline in my local community. The Puttyverse has really given me that gift of Mm. solidifying the importance and also giving me this awesome test bed to try different things in a really safe, cool, collaborative space that then I can take other places and say, I still might not totally know what I'm doing, but I tried this in the Puttyverse and it worked pretty well. So we're going to do this here too. <laughs> it's that kind of thing where I'm just so amazingly grateful, cool. not just for the space and for the opportunities, but for the people. I mean, we can't talk about mm-hmm. very many people at all, but 
my mastermind group that I had for my business for eight years, they were all putty peep. We came together in 2012, shortly after I joined Ethan Waldman, Shanna Mann, um, Sarah Goshman, Aaron Krupp. Uh, I don't know if any of these people are listening. And if you're listening and you're like, I have no idea who these people are, that's not important. I do. <laughs> and other putty peep talk about, you know, whether it's first names or last names or forum handles. I've had so many conversations with people over the years, the relationships that they create in our community mean something. They last. People have met their best friends. Um, people have met their business partners. And to know that my small role, Emily, your small role, and more importantly, you know, all the amazing putty people, the thousands of people who have been here over the 10 years, that they've contributed so meaningfully to each other's lives, to their emotional health, to their ability to create new businesses. I just ever so grateful for the ability and the opportunity to see those kinds of things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a wonderful place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I'm just digesting. Yeah. That's, that's beautiful. The way you just put that, Joel. Yeah. I feel that too. Well, I mean, it's fun to kind of pinpoint a fancy number like 10 years is a milestone, of course, and we can pause and <laughs> celebrate. <Fancy number. laughs> Do, um, I mean, maybe Emily, do anniversaries kind of mean that much to you really? Do you see that it's just, you know, we're on this long evolution of wherever this community goes and, and that it'll just go wherever it goes and hopefully it'll last a long time. But I mean, does it really have much of a deeper impact for you that it's a 10 year anniversary or just kind of another step along the way? Um, I think for me, I, I'm someone who has trouble celebrating, um, <laughs> my accomplishments sometimes. And so, you know, Joel, Joel was kind of like, we should sell, like, we should do something. We should celebrate 10 year anniversary. It's a big mm-hmm. deal. And I was like, yeah, you're right. So yes, it's, it's amazing. And I'm trying to feel that sense of we all, we did this and we're here and it's incredible. And also like, yeah, let's keep going and see where things go. And yeah, I mean, we've been running really smoothly for a decade. And I think and hope that will continue. See why I wouldn't. Can you guys share with us any other events? um, And not necessarily maybe in April, but perhaps over the rest of the year that help to celebrate this milestone? Yeah, well, we have Julianne doing this around the Puttyverse in 10 Days thing. She, again, Hmm. it's fun to have people do things in different communities and then bring it to ours, or we start something here and then bring it to other places. Julianne's done this concept where we basically take a virtual tour of different cultures and events from a whole bunch of Putty Peeps perspectives. She's created this amazing imagery of what people might do or um, activities or conversations. So we're going to have this 10-day period where we'll just celebrate each other and look, look at all the variety and all the cool things that we can do together in this concise period of time. We've got our kind of our signature event that we do twice a year called the Puttython, which I mentioned, Erica Backberg, our amazing events Jedi. She's going to be hosting that again. And that's something that we typically do in April, but also, you know, it's appropriate that we're doing it during our 10 year anniversary celebration. There are some conversations I'm having on the side about an international gathering later this year for Putty Peep. I don't know if it's going to happen, but that was inspired by our 10-year anniversary. There are other things too, but I think the important part is uh, my original idea was, let's just have this big blow-up bash on April 17th, 2022, (laughs) 10 years to the day. Uh, But then someone reminded me, "Uh, Joel, that's Easter. (laughs) 
I was like, oh, oh, yeah, okay. Maybe we shouldn't do everything on April 17th then. Maybe we should spread it out over the course of the month. But I think our community is really good at rallying around something and somebody and some idea, but also not forcing things. So our celebration will look different than other community celebrations where we don't have this big blowout bash all on one day. It's going to be distributed over a number of putty peep and a number of days, weeks, and even months which mm-hmm. seems really appropriate for the kind of community we have. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Sounds good. And like we are all over the world. We have people all over the world. So it is hard to do something just on one day. Because yes, <laughs> time, time zones. zones. <laughs> but there will be a putty thon that will be 24 hours wherever you are in the world. And that'll happen in April. So Nice. Great. So the international get together you're talking about, would that be like an in-person thing perhaps? Yes. Fingers crossed, we're crossing the COVID threshold where people are willing to get together in person and invest the time and money to, you know, travel long distances to be together. I still, one of the best things that Emily and I have ever done together is, uh, and Vanessa Tharp, of course, and lots of other people, is Everything Conference. Mm -hmm. This celebration of multipotentiality that we had in 2019 for about 100 multipotentialites around the world, it was just a fairy tale. And as Emily, you said this too, I mean, there's, we have surprises where we try to bring the Puttyverse offline, where we try to make it tangible, mm-hmm. whether it's the relationships that people create and they see each other in the real world or special things that we send to people from time to time. Hmm. I really like the fact that our online community is not just online, that yeah. there are people yeah. who have road tripped across continents trying to see as many putty peep as they can. Or we have the desire to be together in person because what we create online, we want to experience it and maybe even go deeper offline. So yeah, that's yeah. hopefully going to be possible again. Yeah, I've met a f- couple putty peep now. Uh, we have a person local to where I am, uh, Elaine, shout out. And mm-hmm. we got together and went for a long walk, which mm-hmm. was really nice. And Ted and I got together and did a multipod episode in person, <laughs> which was like, whoa. And Joel, was it you who met up at Disney World? Disneyland was something? Yeah, yeah. Uh, recently, I met uh, Becca. We just kind of randomly, she sent me a letter in the mail, because again, we do things offline. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to be in Orlando in February. And I texted her, I said, I'm going to be in Orlando in February. Where are you staying? I'm staying at this resort. I'm staying at that resort. Whoa. So Becca and I got to hang out for an hour and a half in person in Orlando, which was just awesome. That's so awesome. I love it. I'm such an extrovert. I'm like, I can't, I, I love the online community, but I love mm. to take things offline too. Yeah. Whether it's this year and of course the years to come, I, th- I think I could see it happening more and more often. You know, I regret not going to the Everything Conference. I lived on that side of the continent then and I could have gone really easily and it was just life was happening and I'm sad I missed it. So hopefully I'll be able to do something in the future. Yeah, it was pretty special. I'm hoping we can do it again. Oh, I hope so too. <laughs> Well, thanks very much uh, to Joel and Emily for being here today. Yes, and, thank you uh, so much. Reminiscing, lots of excitement for the future. Thank you so much for this community you've built too. You know. Yeah. Thank you for, I mean, what four years? Yeah, it's Multi-pod. just over four years now. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> so awesome. Yeah, we're still going strong. So hey, if you enjoy doing something, then yeah. <laughs> you know, why not keep doing it? <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you around on the forum. Thank you. All right. Cheers. Thank you both.